the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Hey, I'm Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. I am excited. We got a big day today. I got on the line with me from, uh, well, he's a TikTok star to me. I'm just researching TikTok, and this guy's got over 60,000 followers there doing something amazing for Jesus. Have you read your Bible? Also, he happens to be a great football player, uh, receiver, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, this is Travis Graham Jr. How are you doing, Travis? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. It's a real blessing man, to be able to speak with you. Man, let me tell you something. It's a real blessing to get to speak to you. I've enjoyed those videos on TikTok. Uh, I love you just bring energy. You bring the juice. You bring the light. And uh, they're a lot of fun. And uh, I just see God at work in big ways. And I told you off the air as I was driving into San Antonio today, um, I just felt like, man, God was saying that Travis is doing great things. I mean, your impact has been really huge and you may not even realize it or think in those terms, but also felt like God was saying there's a lot more greatness to come. So we're excited that you would be here to bless us. And we want to talk about your testimony. We want to talk about, have you read your Bible? I love it, man. It's so fun. And we want to talk about uh, your football career. I'm a big sports guy, and uh, we would love to talk about that as well. And I know that you just got back from Passion, so there's a lot to talk about. Uh, where would you like to start, Travis? Where would you like to start? Um, I guess we could start with the testimony. Cause all right. Uh, let's, that's kind of where it all starts. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, so, I mean, my testimony kind of really starts like, you know, most other testimonies. Um, you know, I grew up in the church. But it was never like a real thing for me. Like I just kind of went because my parents had me go. Yeah. And it was like, it was just like, it was like for me, it was a religion. It was like a thing. Okay, I go to church on Sunday because my parents make me go. Yeah. And other than that, it was football for me. Like everything I did and everything I was was football. My identity was like heavily rooted in football. Like everything I was and did was pretty much football. Like if I had a good game, then yeah. my week was good. If I had a bad game, just I was like emotionally low. I was really down. And that's just pretty much like that roller coaster that I faced, like my identity being rooted in football. And then so going on, like I was yeah. like all like all I wanted to do was be a division one football player. That's all I cared about. And like my dad played football for the University of Minnesota. I just wanted to be just like him. Sure. So everything I worked for was to be like oh this high division one football player. And you know, playing in high school, I felt like I had a pretty successful career. I was like, Oh, like I'm gonna get all these offers. Sure. Everything's gonna work out like this and it ended up just I only ended up with like one offer. A lot of the coaches that would offer me would, or that would like me, they ended up getting fired and I would lose the offer. Oh my God. they'd be not interested anymore. And it was just like a lot of, you know, things like that would happen constantly. And it was just like, man, I can't catch a break. 
Gum. That recruiting yeah. game is pretty crazy, huh? Yeah, no, it's wild. It's crazy. And having to go through it twice, too. Um, right. Right. And we'll, we'll talk about that more coming up. I was just thinking about, and I know I'm not trying to derail your testimony at all. We, we want to stay on track with that. But I was just thinking when your identity is wrapped up in something so, so closely, and then you're expecting all these things just to work out and have your choices and then coaches get fired, circumstances change. I mean, that's crazy. And that would do a number on, on your identity, right? Of feeling like, well, man, does, does anybody want me or, you know, that sort of deal. Yeah, no, definitely. That's kind of like what all happened, kind of what led to it. So, yeah. I mean, and then Texas State was, um, they were like one of the few schools to offer me out of high school and had two offers. And, you know, they kind of, I, I really initially didn't want to go there. Okay. I was like, I never even like, I, I didn't even hear about Texas State until they offered me. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, I never even, I didn't hear about them, but then they offered me, I took a visit down there and they really made it feel like home. You know, the coaches, they all were like, you know, they really liked me and all this. And so, I mean, and then I ended up committing there. Okay. Um, I was one of, actually the first person to commit in that class. Oh, so, wow. And okay. It, yeah. I was the first person to commit in my class. Um, but like, like I said, though, like I thought I was like this big time person and I was like, I thought I was really good. And I was like, you know, I, I, I'm above Texas day. Like I, I don't I really you. belong here. I just kind of slipped through the cracks. Like yeah. I shouldn't belong here. Like I'm like, I'm better than Texas State. Yeah. I kind of had that little chip on my shoulder. Sure. Um, so when I came in, I was like overly confident, and um, you know, I something like I I don't know why I didn't even think about, but um, we uh, when you get to like I don't know if how familiar you are with it, but when you get to like Tell when us. you play football, when you get to school, you have this thing that you have to, you have to do called uh, study hall, and it's like the worst. I did not <laughs> like study hall. It was in uh, Warren room for like an hour on Monday. Okay. And I was like, I was like, I well, it's not an hour. It was longer than an hour. But I was like, I got to get out of this. Like this is <laughs> like I can't do this. Why? Um, Wait, tell us why. Like why was study hall? Like I, I mean, I don't want to be in study hall, but if I got to keep grades in college. Uh, I could see where it might be an advantage for me to be stuck there, but not you. Why is that? I mean, I wouldn't want to. Um, I mean, like I said, I kind of had this hot shot mentality. Okay. Like, okay. oh, I came here to play football, not school. Gotcha. So okay. I kind of okay. had that mindset going in. I really wasn't caring too much about school. Yeah. But it's uh, funny how that ended up working out because um, I would notice that my roommate, he wouldn't, ha he wouldn't go to that study hall and a few other people. And oh. it's because they would go to this thing called um, FCA, and they held it at that time, same time. Oh, so I was like, what? I was like, well, that's perfect. Yeah, I can go to FCA, and I can miss out on study hall. <laughs> and and wait, wait. So uh, was the coach the same coach that's there now, or was it a different coach at the time? I can't remember how long Spavital has been there. Um, no, it was a different coach. It was okay. Withers when I was, yeah, when I was okay. initially recruited. Okay. All right. Well, that's always tricky too when a new coach comes in, but all right. Uh, so you were allowed, like football players were allowed to go to FCA instead of study hall. I mean, that was yeah. permitted. So, okay. So you're like, okay, that's my way out. All right. This is great. Keep going, Travis. Yeah. So, I mean, we, so that's how I initially started going to FCA oh my and like, God. you know, I always went to church. I was like, okay, like, it was like perfect. I like, I put all the glory to God on my post, even though it really didn't mean much. I would still put it like <laughs> I identified as a Christian, but right. it was never real. Like I said, but you know, that's how I kind of started going to FCA and they kept talking about this uh, camp that they had called college advance. Okay. And it's basically just like a camp. 
it's basically just like a camp with a bunch of college athletes from like different um, different schools in Texas. So yeah. everybody was signing up for it when I went, and I was like, okay, like you know, I should probably sign up for this too because I don't want to like look like I don't know. I didn't I didn't want to not fit in. Like I tried right. like, okay, I don't want to draw too much attention to myself right. and not sign up. Wow. God was at work, man. That's crazy. That's so hilarious. All right. Keep going. I think college events. I think uh, one of my daughters uh, was a D1 athlete in volleyball, and I think she went to one of those camps as well during her college career. All right. So go on. So your your motivation, I love this. I love how God uses like whatever circumstances, wherever we are to kind of reach us to turn that light on. It wasn't like you're like, yeah, that's what I really need. I want to grow in my faith. It's like, well, I don't want to stick out by not going. I love it. Isn't God good? All right. Keep going, Travis. Okay, so, I mean, I sign up for it, but it's all the way in February, and we're, like, in mid-season right now. Okay. So, the season goes on, and, like, I've had, like, the biggest shock because, like, high school, we had a really successful team. Like, we went to state my sophomore year. Oh. Every other round, we went deep in the playoffs. So, I was, like, coming in, I was, like, I was expecting to win a lot of games, play a lot. Sure. And, like I said, my identity was so rooted in football that it was, like, it affected my day-to-day life. And, like, I come in, I'm not playing much at all. Wow. I'm only playing on special teams. Like oh. I'm, I'm bare. I'm like not even like I'm just scratching the surface just to play. Like I'm fighting, like doing everything I can just to even touch the field for one play, wow. which is like a complete shock to me. And then right. we go in and like season goes on and we only have, end up winning two games. Oh, and man. then at the end of the season, the coaches get fired. So not oh. only is my like everything just feels bad because like I didn't get to play this year, but the only like the few people that wanted me and they're like the few people that like gave me a chance to give me a scholarship were now gone. Yeah. So wow. I was like, dang, like this is like terrible. I remember calling my dad and was like, Hey, like, I don't know if this is going to work out. I think I might want to transfer. I think I might want to like, like, I don't think this is the right fit for me, but yeah. he told me, he was like, Hey, like just wait till spring ball, you know, let that happen, but don't make a decision right now. Um, mm-hmm. to see how things work out. So, we end up coming back wow. um, from Christmas break. That's a good dad right there, man. That's a good dad. Good job, dad. That's good. All I right. know, yeah. That's good to have that but, support. That's good. Okay. All right. So, yeah, go on. But, we, yeah, we come back from Christmas break, and um, I, I completely forgot about the college advance. I was, it was in the like complete back of my mind, but that's the first thing we had when we came back. And I was like, oh, like I signed up for this not even thinking I was actually going to go. <laughs> And that's great. Like, I was like, you know what? I don't like, I'm not feeling like the best. Like I, maybe I won't go. And what well, my roommate, um, he ended, he was not even actually going to the camp cause he had a, another event he had to go to, but he ended up convincing me. Like, he was like, Hey, you gotta go. Like, there's wow. like, you can't miss out on this. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I end up going to the camp and that is like your roommate. That's-, that's okay. I want to hear it. Sorry. But your roommate who's not even going, he like God put you there, put him there to help convince you to go because you were looking for any reason not to go at that point. That's amazing to me. Yeah, no, it was incredible. Like I don't even know. Like the crazier thing is, he's never even been to the camp. <laughs> like he never went to it, and he was able to convince me to go. Yeah, yeah, that is good. God's got a great sense of humor. I love it. All right, so go on. So you get to you get there. Where was the camp held? Um, I think Glen Rose. Okay. I'm not right. Okay. All right. Keep going. So I get to the camp and that camp is like completely changed my life. Cause like that was the first time that I got to see like people like me, like athletes, like actually like pursuing a real relationship with God. And I yeah. saw it firsthand, like the joy they had, like 
I would like talk to people from like either like they were playing a lot, they had a really successful college career, or they're at like some really big school and or not playing, just like all different walks of life, all different yeah. circumstances. But like it their joy or their like their mm. mindset wasn't changed based off like how much they played, how little oh. they played, where they were at. Their identity was rooted in them, like who God says they were. And I was like like being there, I was like, you know what, I need what they have. Like they the joy they have. I was like, I need that in my life. I'm tired of letting like football dictate like how I do or how I am. Yeah. I want my identity to be rooted in something solid and that's not gonna change and something like that's yeah. forever. Yeah. And so that's kinda like what happened at the camp. That's what I kinda just turned my life my life around from there. Wow. Was that during that week or during that weekend, whatever it was, was that a little bit gradual at first as you're watching and realizing, man, just everything you just described, was it a culmination for you? Do they have like one of those kind of altar call deals where it's like, yeah, I'm in, or was it even before then? What was that like for you, Travis? So it was kind of more of like a gradual thing. It was just okay. like little by little seeing people and the same thing. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like a like a yeah. big spontaneous like one like it's not like one moment that I can specifically yeah. point to. Yeah. It was just more of like you know that seed being watered, watered more and more and more until finally just like sprouted up. Yeah. And it was just like seeing all that just kind of like push it over that. It was like okay, now is the time. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you made that kind of commitment during uh, while you were still there, just like no, I want that. Yeah. While yeah. I was at the camp, I was like, you know what, I, I I want this. Like, this is this is how I want my life to be. Yeah. Okay, for you, like, I know God just does different things with different people, and their experiences are different. For you, uh, did that wind up being something that was one of those, like, powerful sort of, like, oh, I feel the presence of God, like God is saying yes, or was that just more like, no, this is how it is, this is my commitment, uh, my identity is going to be in Christ from now on? What was that like for you, Travis? Well, cause, so— like yeah. I, I, I can say, yeah, I didn't go into it, but um, <laughs> we'll go into no, it, kinda, man. <laughs> um, so, like I, like I was saying, with like not having a personal relationship, it just being like a religion. Yeah. So, like when I left the camp, yeah, um, my roommate, I saw, I was like, okay, like I'm doing this, I'm changing my life around, and I didn't know like how to go into that next step. Like I was like, ah. yeah, I'm gonna do this, but I didn't know like exactly, okay, how am I gonna do this? Yeah. And the first thing I see him doing is like. He's reading his Bible. He's taking notes. So I'm like, okay, like that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go. I ordered a, a journal off Amazon. I started doing those U version Bible plans, and that's yeah. like when I first like that's the first time I actually felt like the presence of God and like reading His Word and just like I felt that personal relationship finally develop just when I started reading His Word and when I started just like actually diving into like yeah. what He says and that's kind of how that relationship developed and that's just how it's gone ever since. Man, dang, and it is going strong. It is going really good. All right, so your roommate, the same guy who had never been to FCA camp, you just see him, he's reading his Bible, he's he's journaling, he's making notes, and so you're like, I guess that's how it's done? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I was like, I didn't, I, I don't know why I never even thought about like, oh, yeah, you should probably read your Bible to develop this relationship, but as simple as it is, I just never thought about like, okay, that's probably what I should do. And, like, I didn't even bring a Bible to college. Like, the camp gave me, like, a Bible. So I was like, okay, like, I have this new Bible, and I have a journal, so I'm going to just use it. So where do you even remember? All right. So, wait, this is still your freshman year? Am I, I want to make yeah. sure I got stuff. All right. So what year did you just finish at uh, – or I know it's in the middle of the year, but was this your junior year or senior year? 
So technically, it was my senior year, but you know how they had the COVID. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was my senior year. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, yeah, I gotcha. I just want to have it straight. Okay, so I just love it. You see this guy. Do you remember like where? I mean, that's one of the hardest things for people when they go to camp or they go to have that experience or whatever, and they're like, "Well, where do I go now?" And sometimes is church, sometimes is pastors. We we fail them. We don't help them out. And God was helping you even through your roommate and just you being smart enough to say, "I guess that's how it's done." Do you remember like you know some people? They're like, "Okay, now you you had a U version maybe so." Um, and you had that FCA Bible, but some people are like, well, I guess I start in page one. So they start in Genesis and pretty soon they're pretty confused. Do you even remember where you started, Travis? Okay. Oh, yeah. that's funny. So I actually yeah. started, I don't know what made me even click it. So basically I would go on like the U version app and I would like look through the plans and I would look for like the one with the coolest picture that looked <laughs> cool. And it ended up being one on baptism. No. And- <laughs> yeah, so it ended up being one on baptism. So I was doing a plan on baptism, and I remember it was like, I, I have it in one of my journals. I can't find it, but it was like really late at night, and I was reading it, going through it and all this. And like, I I was reading it, and I was like, I just felt God was like, yes, like it's time. Like, you need to make this public. De-. It was talking about how baptism is like a public declaration of like your faith and just like, like, your unity with Jesus. And I was like, you know what? I need to make this like public declaration of faith. Like I'm not turning back anymore. Like I'm going to get baptized. So I texted my parents and it was like at 11 o'clock at night, something really late. And I wrote it in my journal too. I was like, cause like, this is like the moment I was like, okay, I'm getting baptized. I'm changed. Like, this is, this is for real now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. So did you do it through FCA at Texas State or did you go back to your home church or what? I know I saw a picture on your old, I mean, you know, a couple of years ago or whatever, but uh, where was that? Where did you decide to do I, that? I actually went back to my home church. I wanted okay. my parents to be there. So Yeah. Okay. All right. Describe for us, for you, again, like for different people, baptism is just like uh, you know, I did it, and that was important. What was it for you, like, going through that? Was it, uh, again, was it an emotional experience? Was it just like, yeah, this is what I do? Um, for me personally, it was just, like, letting everyone know, like, yeah. where I, like that like, I'm, I'm a new creation. Like, this is, I'm not the way, like, the old me is gone. The old yeah. me is dead. Like, I'm no longer. I'm a new yeah. creation in Christ. Yeah. And so it was, like, my decision, like, I already had made the decision, so I was already, like, feeling, like, like I already felt that renewal. Like I already felt like that before. Yeah, I had got baptized, but just getting baptized was just like, just like showing it to the world. Like everyone see, like, hey, this is, this yeah. is, I'm that new creation now. Yeah. What did um, people in your life that knew you? Because I could see the joy, and I can see the love, and I can see the light of Jesus. Because I know you as a new creation. Did people in your life, whether your family, whether your teammates? see or say i know they saw it but did they say like man you have changed or what where did you see changes in your life um i mean even just like my parents just saw changes yeah. in my life um i mean a lot of people saw changes like um like i was just like completely like different like one thing that helped was like it was my first semester of college so like a lot of the people i knew yeah like i was i didn't know that well and so they didn't really know me like that much with the um okay. the old way, which actually really helped me. Okay. I feel like it was a, like 
um, like I went to church camps before and I was like, I feel something, but it'd be like, oh, I can't change because like they know me as this. And then it'd be like, oh, you're a founder. Like, this is, that's not who you are. Oh. So like going to college and getting a fresh start, it was like, well, nobody here really knows me. Yeah. And so like, if I completely turn my life around, like they don't, they don't know me that well. So it's just like easy to like make that change. Wow. Okay. So earlier in your life, that kind of held you back because you felt like, man, people know me as one way and I just can't make that change. Kind of. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like I felt like I just couldn't do it because like everybody knows me as this. And like, if I change, they're going to know, like, I'm not like, that's not real. They're going to be like, Oh, like, that's not who you are. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this uh, big change in your life, you are a new creation. You are a child of God. You're no longer just doing a little checkbox or anything. This is a relationship. You're growing in your faith. You're reading the word. You're journaling. You're uh, you're just really growing in that relationship. And then in the midst of that, how did God help you with, okay, well, the coaching staff just got fired. I know number one now is Christ, but you still have this football. I imagine it's still like at that time, like, you know, that's still what you want to do kind of during college as a job, at least. So how did that impact uh, all those changes that were happening? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it changed football forever for me. I so love it. Football was, um, like I said, football was who I was. But yeah. now, like, being this new creation, football yeah. was like, okay, this is what I do. Like, yeah. ultimately, like, my life goal is to know Jesus and make him known. Yes. And I just wanted to do that. And, like, like God's given me the, these athletic abilities and this platform, which is being a Division One football player, to like spread His glory. And so, just like knowing like my identity wasn't rooted in football, and knowing my identity was in Christ, and no matter how good or bad I played, that yeah. God's love for me wasn't going to change. That like my spot in heaven was secure. Like yeah. there's nothing that was going to change that. Like I was able to finally play free. Like I just could go out there and have fun and enjoy it. Wow. And like. Like, it was just, like, life-changing. Like, I've never, like, been able to experience that before. Like, before, it's like, okay, I'm playing. Like, i am got to prove the doubters wrong. i got to make everybody, like, know, like, oh, I'm worth, like, I'm worth being here. Stuff like that. And, like, right. oh, like, I, I belong here. But, like, not having to play, like, for anybody's approval yes. really, like, ch- changed the game for me. And it, like, made it more enjoyable again. Yeah. Wow. Man. Okay, that's cool. What would you say to... Let's say I've got uh, you know juniors in high schools in high school playing sports, and that is their identity. Or sophomores, or freshmen, uh, or seniors, or kids that are just getting ready to go off to college. What would you say to them that you wish you know somebody had been able to get a hold of you during high school um, to really help them you know sh- sort of shift their perspective on sports? I mean, like I, I mean, like I learned myself, like I learned through God that just, I would just tell them like your identity isn't in sports. Like sports yeah. are going to change and sports aren't going to last forever. Yeah. Like one day sports are going to end and you see a lot of athletes struggling like with their identity without that sport. And I would just tell them, Hey, don't put your identity in that sport because like, like I said, that sport's going to change. There's not yeah. going to be anything the same. Like you're going to have ups and downs rather root your identity in Jesus Christ. Something that's never changing. Yeah. He's always there. He's a firm foundation. Like you root your identity in him and you can actually enjoy the sport of football again. You can use it as a platform to right. bring him glory, which is ultimately our purpose right. is to bring God glory. And yes. Yeah. That's good. All right. Well, let's talk. Uh, let's talk some about, have you read your Bible on TikTok and Instagram? I mean, this is pretty incredible to me. Uh, over 60,000 uh, followers on TikTok. 
You've been putting out um, these great videos that uh, are just bringing glory to God, just what exactly what you're talking about. How did that come? How did that start? Where do you kind of see that maybe going? I know you're super busy, so um, it's not like um, it's not like it's your full-time job right now, but it almost could be. So tell us about how that started and, and what God has for Have You Read Your Bible? Okay, so funny enough, yeah. the only reason I got on TikTok in the first place was because <laughs> okay. I had a teammate. Uh, me and my teammate, we started like, I don't even know like why I agreed to it, but um, <laughs> I don't even know what made me like, oh, yeah, this is a good idea. We had this competition to like, oh, uh, like, let's do a competition the first to get to 100 like followers. Oh, my gosh, and I love it. it. Yeah, and like, I didn't even start off making Christian videos. It was just like random videos. Like, I was just like, okay, like, I'll just make these like silly TikTok videos. Yeah. And, so funny enough, he actually ended up beating me to a hundred followers. Oh, like, no way. <laughs> yeah, he ended up beating me, That's and so mine kind of just took off. Like after, like we did the thing. Like I was like, oh, like he got to a hundred, he beat me. But mine started like growing and growing, and I was like, oh wow, like, <laughs> like people actually like watching like my videos, and it just started like growing from there, and it kept growing. And like before I knew it, I had this kind of a big platform. I was like, oh yeah. wow, like yeah, this is kind of a big platform. And I was like, okay, like, like at that time, my life has already changed. And I was yeah. like, okay, like, I'm making all these silly videos, but, like, I've been given this big platform, and I should yeah. use it to, like, bring glory to God. Like, good. I was like, it'd be a waste if I had this platform and didn't use it to spread, you know, the good news. Right. So that's how I kind of started making Christian videos. And, like, I still had this, like, one account. Like, I that was this is all on my other account. Okay, and okay. So I was making, like, both. I was, I would, like, make some, like, Christian videos, make some football videos, and yours would be like all like in between. Yeah. And so over the summer of my, I think going into my senior year, so this past summer, yeah, I was like, I was making all those videos and I was like, you know what? Like, I want to do like, I just want to do like, have a page with just like all Christian videos. Like, I just want to okay. make like, have you read your Bible videos? Like, yeah. so, like, I would read my Bible and I would get like, learn a lot of stuff from it and I just would want to share that. Yeah. Like I like anytime I read my Bible, I just get a lot of like, yeah, like I learn a lot from it and I just like want to share Like, that's just like how I am. And just like when I learn something, I'm just like, I get really excited. And I'm like, okay, like I want to tell somebody about this. Yeah. So that's kind of how that started. And I just started making those videos and like I was doing that over the summer and I was, it just kind of just really started to grow from there. Um, and yeah, it was just like really a, a cool experience just to be able to see like, Hey, like people actually like enjoy this. And yeah. like, yeah, those videos are great. You you have a gift for uh, teaching and speaking and sharing God's word, no doubt, no question. I mean, uh, those videos are great. In fact, I was uh, I was playing one the other night, and my I was like, "You got to see this to my wife," and uh, and I think she just heard it at first. So I think she was saying like, "Is he like?" reading that or is he you know like is that his words i'm like no those are his words i mean and you haven't been a christian super long time but uh yeah you are anointed to share god's word travis it's it's really fantastic um tell me about i know uh you know at one point you were talking about there's 365 verses that deal with do not be afraid or do not fear is that right yeah yeah so you started doing some videos just like going through the Bible and taking those verses and, and just breaking them down. That's, that is really cool. Yeah. No. So I just started doing that. Cause like, I don't even know what like made me decide to do that. Yeah. I was just like, 
going through it and I was like, oh, like, I think I read it one time. And I was like, wow, like, that'd be cool to talk about. And then, like, I knew, like, I've heard that before, like, oh, you know, do not fear to mention 365 times in the Bible. So I was like, you know, I could probably make a video series on this, just doing all the different times it's mentioned. Yeah. And, like, that'd be another, like, cool way to, like, find something to read. And, like, yeah. so it'd just be like, so I'd read that and I would, like, you know, look at all the context and, like, read it and, like, you know, break it down so I can get a video on it. And it was just, like, really cool because a lot of people uh, would comment, like, oh, like, can you talk about, like, fear and not being afraid and stuff like that and that's just really been a big thing too like yeah not only was it like helping like the people that would comment but it was also helping me in my like walk with god like just seeing like uh, like all these ways like god says do not fear and all the different like context behind it and like what he's saying not to be afraid of and why you should you not be afraid yeah so just things like that really just is why i kind of got started man it is phenomenal what's going on well do you feel like um is that something you're going to be able to continue to do? I know, and we haven't even talked about your transfer decision, uh, which is a big one, but is that something you're going to be able to continue to use that platform, Travis? I'm I'm praying so, because it's a gift. Um, yeah, no, actually, I want to be able to continue to do that. Um, things have got busy just with, you know, how the portal is, but I definitely want to be able to, yeah. you know, get back into it and do that a lot more um, and really take it, you know, really take it a lot more, like, serious. Funny enough, like you, um, when you reached out to me, yeah, I was at passion and I was like having this, like, okay, like, like kind of having these thoughts about like, okay, like, is this something I should be doing? Like, I don't know, like, where do you want me to do? Like, what is my, like your purpose for me, God? Yeah. And then like, I leave passion and I see your text, like, oh, talking about how you enjoy those videos yeah. and like all this. And it was just kind of like an answer prayer. Like, okay, yes, like you need to be doing this. Yeah, I man, I, I feel, you know, I do feel the Holy Spirit when I feel the Holy Spirit. Even just then, as you were talking, I, I feel it like just kind of welling up inside, as Jesus says. Um, yeah, you, you have a gift, and God has already used it in amazing ways, and there's just, there's just more to come. So I am praying um, that you continue to do those and let God expand your ministry and expand your reach because you, it, it's tremendous what you're doing. And TikTok is a mission field and people are finding you. They love you. Um, you really do have a gift. Uh, you know, it, it impresses me that, you know, it'd be one thing, even for me, like just to pick out kind of easy verses to go through. But you're getting like the context of stuff from the Old Testament and you're able to teach it in a short, you know, video form TikTok in a very effective way. Um, so you must also kind of be a student um, of the Bible, not just, you know what I'm saying? I mean, to come up with the context and to be able to break that down for us. That's a gift, Travis. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, I definitely like really enjoy reading the Bible. Like when I do get, when I get the chance, and like when I really get to dive into it, like I just like, I just like, um, you know, that other type verse talks about just, just having a hunger for the word, like just yeah. reading it. Like I just like, once I like open it up and get into it, like I just like I just want more and more, and I just like yeah, and I just yeah, just kind of like that, dude. I am man, mm, I I am blessed. Uh, this is really exciting, Travis, to see what God has for you. Um, it's it's pretty phenomenal. There's just a lot of great things that He is going to do through you, and He's already done. So I'm really excited. All right, let's just take if you're okay. Give me like five more minutes. Um, can you give me five more minutes? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, and tell me about your transfer decision. Tell us, ab what can you tell us, um, 
about why you decide. I mean, I, I know you got to probably be careful. I mean, maybe why you decided to transfer or whatever, but uh, ultimately tell us about where you're going to go. If you don't mind telling us and uh, sharing that with us and how God led you to that decision. Okay. So, um, you know, just going to that transfer a year, like why I kind of decided to transfer. I just kind of felt like, like every time I would think about, like I already did four years at Texas State, and I would think about like the future and like, I just would see like nothing. Like I couldn't see myself going another year at Texas State. Okay. And I was like, okay, is this like, is this like me not wanting to play football anymore? Or is this me like mm. not wanting to be at Texas State anymore? And it was just like, I was dealing with that for like a while. Like I just really could not see myself being at Texas State for another year. Okay. Like I was graduating and I was like, I think like my story at Texas State is over. Like I need to okay. move on and I need to like, I need to go somewhere else. Yeah. So I finally came to the decision like, okay, like nothing like it. Like I enjoyed my time at Texas State, but like it's time to move on. It's time to go somewhere else. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just so. Um, and that's what kind of went into my decision with, uh, transferring. And, um, so like, as I was in the, yeah. uh, what are you saying? No, no, no. Go ahead. Well, uh, you go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So as you're in the transfer portal and I know Shamaya on our video end has been showing some of the highlights. I just want to say real quick, like, and I don't, I didn't look super close at your stats. So I don't remember if you were getting like 25 receptions a year somewhere. I mean, like solid. You know, maybe there was more. Um, so sorry if I'm, I'm selling you short, but we got some highlights. I mean, we got some big plays. We got one against Arkansas State where you like fight your way through the end zone. We got a couple against Arkansas State. I saw your six, seven minute highlight reel on YouTube. I was like, man, this kid can go. And uh, in fact, I, I got a friend who's a GA at a school. So I was like, I just sent him a, a clip, sent him your highlight reel to said, this guy's in the transfer portal, man. I think he can go. So uh, we got some great highlights. Um, so you, you got some talent. I mean, let's just, let's just say you got some talent and some skills. And uh, I mean, scoring against the Aggies is no joke. You know, I don't, I don't care. You know, if they had second stringers in, I don't know if they did or not. But I know that was one of your touchdowns. We don't have it on our video, but we got a bunch of big touchdowns, and uh, and you got the speed. You're blazing down the field, but you also got the toughness. So you're fighting through stuff to get to the end zone. I mean, you got some talent. So let's just you got some talent. So there's some college that is very fortunate that you elected to take the the extra COVID year. So all right. Wherever you want to go now, take us back to the transfer portal. But I just want to say, I mean, Travis Graham is anointed by God to take the gospel to the world, but he also he's got some talent on the football field. Somebody's real fortunate. All right, you go. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, but so yeah, I entered the transfer portal and like so I had, like, a good amount of schools reach out to me, and they were, like, reaching out. They were, like – so, like, when a school would call, I would, like, okay. Like, they're, like, oh, what are you looking for? Like, what are you – like, Like I would just go on there. Like, I had a school. Like, okay, like, this is what I want to go to school. Like, this is what I want. Like, What, I want what sort of to, like, things? Come. Tell us – tell us – just uh, give us some insight into that because I don't know when these coaches reach out. Are they calling? Are they emailing? Or what? what's going on? And – and and when they're asking you, what are you looking for? What are you telling them? We want the insight. Okay, so basically, when a coach would be like, most all of it is done through Twitter. Um, oh, okay. Which is crazy. Okay. Yes. So they'll just like follow you, DM you, like get your phone number, start calling you. Okay. Stuff like that. Okay. So um, yeah, so the coaches would call and like um, they'd be like, oh, like hey, like whatever, whatever school they're from, they'll give their whole school like what they have there and like how their campus is their football team, and, like, they'd ask me, okay, like, what are you looking for in a school? And, like, yeah. I mean, 
honestly, like going into the pool, like initially, like kind of pride was like in it. And I was like, sure. everything I said was just like, um, oh, like I want to be like, I want to be able to be like a big feature in the offense. I just want to have opportunity mm. to like, like I, I want to have like an opportunity to like display my talent and like if there's a chance like to go to the next level, I want to be sure. able to get developed like sure. for that next level. Yeah. And so everything I was saying was just like, okay, like this is like, <laughs> like what I want. This is like what I want to be. Like I want to be like you know, I want to be the guy. Yeah. And um, so I kind of went on that spiel with everybody, and they're like, oh yeah, we can see you in that role and all that stuff. Yeah. And. The school that I um, actually decided to go to, uh, Northern Colorado. State, yeah, congratulations. They call me, and they're like, "Oh, like I don't know, I, I don't even say a word yet. Like they're talking to me, like, hey, like we really like you, and this is what we see you doing here. And they say all the things that I've said to all the coaches. Wow. And they're like, oh, this is how we see you fitting in. We really like you a lot. We think you can do like all these things. We think you're a next level talent. Like you can Whoa. do all these things for us. Yeah. Nice. And uh, the, the coaches over there, um, I don't know, if, like really good like i'm a receiver and it's like ed mccaffrey uh broncos oh, legend is like the head coach over there. So it's like a really did, good place to be stop it i did not realize i knew he was like got into some college coaching and stuff i did not realize he's the head coach come on yeah my my son who's now about your age but when he was four or five he used to have a little mccaffrey jersey like when he was young so yeah go on i forgot okay wow yeah that's a great place <laughs> All right, go on. So, and I think he's a pretty strong Christian guy, I think, too, which doesn't hurt. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, they ended up like, hey, like, we'd love to get you down on a visit. So um, I go on a visit, and I'm talking to the coaches, and they mentioned, uh, well, we're going on tours and all this. And he mentioned something about, like, being, like, a believer. Yeah. It's, like, really, like, he's talking to all of them, everyone. He mentioned something, like, really vaguely about being a believer. I was like, oh, like, that's that's pretty cool that he's a believer yeah and so like he's where he's having all all ask questions and like obviously i was really involved with the fca so i asked questions like oh i asked like the question like oh like how's the fca like over here and he was talking about like okay like like he's a really strong believer he said he likes to uh, think of himself as like a man of faith and um yeah he um like we he said he had a really good fca program like obviously he can't like being a head coach at a like public school he can't like advocate is like he can't like really encourage like uh he can't like right. really like push it but like he really encourages like his athletes going to SDA and he really likes it. Good. And then another of the coaches, um, after that whole talk, he came up to me and he was like, Hey, like, I'm really glad you asked that question because like we're looking for like a guy to be like step up in that like leadership role on the team and like we need a guy to like be like we had a, a older senior linebacker and he graduated. He was the guy that kind of got everybody to go to FCA, got everyone to go to Bible study. Yeah, you're talking to me about that. Yeah, that's you, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> that is you. Oh man, that is really cool. That is yeah. really cool. Wow. And then I think um, we go on through the day, and um, they bring me up to their offices, and we're talking, and I were like we're talking. And they introduced me to like, like a few of their coaches, and like, like he was telling me like, yeah, a lot of our coaches are like strong believers. They're like, oh, I'm really glad you asked that question, and like, like so I had um, two or three of the coaches just come up, and we were just uh, like talking about our testimonies and stuff like that, and just like even like just talking to the head coach about faith and just all that kind of stuff. I just really felt like, you know what, like this is like where I need to be. Like, this is a place like not only do I feel like I can, de- I can get developed as like an athlete and a football player, but I can get developed yeah. as a man of Christ. And like, I can develop in my faith yeah. while being here. So it just was like, 
even like I wasn't like initially like going somewhere like like it kind of was not really in like the front, forefront of my mind like okay like let's go somewhere that can develop your faith but right. like like seeing that it was like okay like there's nowhere else I need to visit like I know where I need to go wow man that is really exciting Travis that is really exciting I I am really interested to see what God does with that. And um, if Ed McCaffrey is saying, like, we think you got next-level talent, dude, I mean, what does that say to you? <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely exciting. I mean, I'm, I, there's obviously I have to do some work to get there, but, I mean, I'm definitely excited to learn and develop and uh, yeah. see where that takes it. Yeah, but. okay. Well, wherever God wants to take you, I mean, he is taking you worldwide to spread the gospel. So if it's in Colorado, great. If it's in the league, great. If it's on TikTok and Instagram, great. He is uh, He is taking you places, and he is going to just continue to spread his name um, through your gifts and through your anointing. So, man, I'm fired up, Travis. Um, any last thing you want to say to close out, uh, this interview, this won't be, in my opinion, this is not going to be our last interview with you. We're going to want to catch up with you and see how things are going. You may feel differently. You may be like, all right, that's it. I'm not doing that again, but, uh, we would love to have you back on just kind of following, um, not only your progress on the field, but off the field with the impact that you have. And I know you're going to be super busy, but I'm just putting that out there now. So any last thing that you just want to um, share, just that God may have put on your heart recently, whether through passion or through your reading the word or just on your heart right now, what do you got, Travis? I mean, I just want to uh, thank you really for like having me on here. Cause like, I don't think you realize how much like this really means to me. Just like, like I said, like I was at Passion and I was like having these thoughts about like, okay, is this something I should be doing? And like, yeah. kind of like this interview and you just like doing what you do is kind of like an answered prayer for me. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like, like that assurance, like, hey, like you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Yes. And you're doing exactly what I've called you to do. Yes. So I just want to thank you for that. And it's definitely not the last time we're interview. I would okay. love to get on the interview again with you guys sometime. Good, good. Well, man, I'm feeling that Holy Spirit rush again, just as you were talking. So, I mean, it, yeah, I do believe God is using you in mighty ways and you are exactly where he wants you. So please uh, keep doing what you're doing. Um, keep blessing people and yeah, it's going to, it's going to, it's great already, but it's going to be even greater. So yeah, whenever you're talking like about those things, the Holy Spirit is just hitting me <laughs> in a certain, uh, like in my chest and in my shoulder, which is a weird feeling. So um, yeah, God is, God is with you, Travis. So thank you for those words for me. I'm humbled and honored and blessed. Um, God has given me um just really neat, neat opportunities to see God doing something great like he's doing with you and for me to, to get to be in your corner and say, man, this is going to be, this is going to be cool, uh, is a real blessing to me. So just thank you. Thank you so much, Travis. And thank you for making this time. And, um, I'm going to sign off, but don't, um, don't hang up just yet. So, uh, let me sign off. And then I want to talk to you off the air real quick, just for a minute and uh, just I want to remind our listeners, uh, man, well, actually, no, I'm going to I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to ask you to say a quick prayer just over anybody who's listening. Do you mind, Travis? Just uh, just a prayer for people that are listening, um, maybe young people that are hearing this or somebody else. Do you mind just saying a prayer blessing over them? Yeah, no, I can definitely do that. OK, cool. You do that and then I'll sign us off in a second. 
Okay. Dear Lord, I just want to thank you for just this opportunity to just be able to talk with on this interview. I pray that we can, you know, continue to go spread your light yes. and spread your glory. I pray that for anybody watching this, I pray that, you know, they can further spread your word. And I pray that they can be filled with your glory. I pray that they can go to the ends of the earth and spread your name. Lord, I pray that you know, they can remember that their identity isn't in the world, but it's in you. Yes. and something that will not change. I pray that if there's any other athletes watching this, they can be, they can listen to what I was saying and listen to like how you impacted my life and see that they can make that same change and just see like what you can do for them. And I pray that they can further uh, expand your kingdom. Yes. And I just thank yes. you for this opportunity. And it's in your name, I pray. Amen. 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 That was awesome, Travis. Um, all right, hold, hold, sit tight, just sit tight for a second. And Shemaya, just great job. Thank you so much. I just want to say to anybody uh, on the podcast, anybody watching the video, just, uh, man, what Travis is talking about is just reminding me of the great hope that we have in Jesus Christ that God would, um, you know, just reach, reach you just as he reached Travis only in, in its own unique way that God is going to reach you and in his own unique way that God is going to use you and your gifts and your ability and your availability. And that's what Travis is saying. I mean, I, I'm here, use me Lord. And that's what God has done in great ways and great ways for you might just be the person down the street or at your office or on your team that you just treat with the, the love of Jesus Christ or that you show the light or you just say something as simple as, man, you should go to that camp. You should go to FCA camp. Or you could just share uh, one of Travis's TikTok videos. I mean, I, I love them. They will encourage you. If you're on TikTok, get on there. Have you read your Bible? And, man, start watching those. Just fill up your soul on God's word and, and the blessing and anointing that God has given Travis. So whatever it is for you, though it's it's because of this great hope that we have it's because of God's love for you and God's love for the world that he loves you and he wants to use every circumstance and and every ability that you have to spread his good news so that's the great hope that we have that's why we're called very bold uh, because the apostle Paul he learned that great hope and he talked about it in second Corinthians 3:12 this is how we sign off he said this therefore since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.